Hello and welcome to this podcast, Little Girls on Tordbiss. I am your host, Self Love Lydia, and this is a self love podcast unlike no other. Within this podcast, we will go into all of the things that we should have been taught as little girls that would have helped us feel empowered, connected, and just unapologetic as we grew into women. I am the queen of these transformations. I am on a mission to impact women around the world with self-love, and I'm here to teach you how to be unapologetic and just step into your power. I hope you enjoy the podcast. Hello beautiful humans, welcome back to another podcast episode. I hope you had a nice Easter. Um, I hope you just had chocolate and you relaxed and you just had a really nice weekend, four-day weekend for us in the UK. And if you're not from the UK and you are listening to this, well then, you know what? I hope you had a lovely weekend. Essentially, our weekend just consisted of, it was just like a permission slip to like have tea or coffee in bed in the morning and eat an Easter egg because Easter gives you permission to do those things, which is nice. I did actually, I did want to get this episode uploaded yesterday, but you know what? I really enjoyed, I really enjoyed the weekend off with my boyfriend. Like we just hung out, we went bowling, we went to cinemas, we ate our body weight and like delicious food And it was actually so nice to just kick back with them and hang out. So it was like we were back when you first dating over the weekend and it was so nice. So I did not record it. And it's interesting because this podcast episode came to me on Friday. I had done a study session in the library and I come home and I was just talking through my thoughts and I was talking about... I was just think, reflecting on a few weeks ago, I really, really felt like I burnt out. I felt like I got, well, I was literally so ill and I was so ill because I was just overworking myself and I wasn't taking the time to do things for me. And it just got to the point where it was like, it was too much. So I switched my approach and I actually took very aligned action to pull me back into you know, what is my vision for the future? What is my goal? What is the things that I need to be doing now in a productive way that serves me? And I was reflecting on that. And actually this episode came from that, like it was a really good download. So in this episode, I just want to talk through my top productivity hacks. And because as you all know, it's no secret, I am doing all of the things and I am really, really in a space at the moment where, you know, it's crunch time. There's there's a lot that I'm doing but I was speaking to my coach about it and one of the things she said is she was like I actually admire you for how much that you're doing and you are making it work like you are managing all of the things in what looks like a healthy way and that actually really got me thinking because I do feel like I am doing that and when I was reflecting on it these are the tips that are allowing me to do that. So this episode will be good for you. If you're managing all of the things, you know, you might have children, you might have a side hustle whilst you're in a job, but you're wanting to move over to that. You might be, you just may be doing all of the things, you know, even in your business, if you're doing everything. This episode, I hope will help you with some of my top tips. So 
one of the things that I want to, well, one of the first tips, okay, let's jump into them. Let's just jump straight into them. One of the first tips is make a to-do list and be okay with the fact that you're never going to finish it. And I know that may not seem like anything new, but you know when you fully embody that, it changes everything. Because what you stop doing is measuring your productivity on how many things you are getting done in your day. And what you actually allow yourself is space and time to do the things that matter with intention. And that is very important. So one of the things I wake up every single morning and do, or I might do it at the beginning of my week if I'm feeling extra productive, is I will plan out my days. So I will go onto my notes in my iPhone and I will do like all of the things that I need to do. And I will put the most important things at the top. So for me, I like to I like to differentiate between uni days and business days because for me, the way my mind works, it's very difficult for me to be in that energy of like studying and like focusing in an academic sense and then coming out of that and going into business stuff. So I like to just segregate my days so I know how I'm showing up. I know what it is that I need to do. So once I've separated my days, I put my most important things that I need to do at the top of that to-do list. And then I go about doing other things that I would like to achieve in that day. One of the things I am okay with now is the fact that my to-do list will probably never be done. And the reason why is because there's that many things that we can do in our day. It would never end. That to-do list would never be empty. So... What we actually begin to do is give ourselves permission to feel like we are enough and feel like we have done enough when we've shown up and we've done our tasks with intention. And I also find for me, it's like if I've done the main things that I needed to do, I feel a sense of accomplishment. I feel like it gives me permission to maybe finish an hour earlier, maybe go to the gym and spend a little bit longer there. It helps with that guilt because let's be honest, when we're doing multiple things, we can have guilt. We can feel like we're not doing enough. So understanding that your to-do list may never be empty. It's okay with that. It's okay. And then what you do is you just take those tasks that you wanted to do and you just put them in order for the day after. Are they most, or do they rank in the top three or four? If not, okay, put them on the day after. And eventually what will happen is those tasks that aren't of utmost importance, they will get done, but they will get done when you have the space. And that is very important. It's a part of it for me feels like it's getting comfortable with imperfection. We don't have to be perfect. We don't have to, you know, get all of the things done in order for us to feel like we are enough. 
We don't need to measure how our, our success rate or our productivity based on the millions of things that were taken off our to-do lists. And you know what? In life, we're never going to be perfect. We're never going to have our to-do list fully done. That's just one of the things with life. The day we die, we will have a to-do list. Let that sink in. The day you die, you will have a to-do list. So you just wake up every single day and you do what you can do. And truly embodying that makes such a difference. Such a difference. Rather than just being like, oh yeah, my t- I, I get that, it makes sense. So the second productivity hack for me is, I've just spoke about this, but it's tip number two is separate your days if possible and commit to each task with intention and purpose and set boundaries. So this is a really big one for me and it links into the first one because what it allows me to do is be present with what it is that I am doing, which therefore makes me show up with intention and purpose to each task that I am doing. When I am sitting down to create content, I am in that creativity flow. I don't need to be creative in order to sit down and do academic work. So if I'd done that in the morning and then switched over to creating content in the afternoon, for me personally, that detachment would be there. That creative energy is not there. I'm more creative in the morning. And the same applies. There would be so much resistance if I opened up that creative space in the morning and then tried to shift over and do academic work in the afternoon that there would be a part of me that wouldn't want to do that because that it's like that inner child fun side of me comes out when I'm in that space of creating content I'm thinking about different things so it's like in a way it's like I compartmentalize different things that I need to focus on and when I don't need to focus on like dissertation or academic stuff I just push it to the side and I just allow that creativity and business and all of those juices to start flowing so for me, that this one is actually crucial and it links into, like I said before, the first one. So if you can do that, that might be something that works for you. And commit to your task with intention and purpose. So it's not just about sitting down or thinking, okay, I'm going to record reels today or, oh God, I've got to do content. It's like getting into that energy and having the intention behind it. Like, why is it that you want to do what it is that you're doing? Why is it that that task that you've put at number two on your priority list, excuse me, why is that number two? What is the intention? What is the purpose behind that? And connect to that when you're going into this work, like use that because what will happen is I guarantee you will get through more work than what you think you will when you come into it with this different energy. And the other little part of that is setting boundaries. Again, so important for me. So when I am in that space of being academic and you know the journals are out and I'm I'm writing and I'm referencing my boundaries are very much like stay off social media don't put client calls in those days when you're doing uni work don't I try my hardest to not book coaching clients and therapy clients in the same day and it's really really being strict with those boundaries with myself because it allows me like I've just said to show up with intention and purpose like if I was doing placement hours all day and then as a client call after it 
<coughs> excuse me, there's no way they're getting Coach Lydia. They're going to get the Lydia that's in therapy mode. They're going to get the Lydia that's very much just sat there for five hours back to back doing therapy clients. They're not going to get that truest coach version of me. So setting boundaries is very important. So one of the things I would say for you is where can you set boundaries when you're doing the things that you need to do in your productivity, in your in your days, in your to-do list? Like where can you set boundaries with yourself and the things that you're going into as well? So hack number three is know that you'll probably feel like you're never doing enough, even though you're doing more than enough. Do what you can. Big one, and I've been speaking to my coach about it recently. I don't know why, I just think it's absolutely fucking ridiculous, but I still feel like I'm never doing enough for my business. I feel like I'm never showing up enough. I feel like with uni, I'm never doing enough in terms like getting the work done. Do I know that I could do more? Yes. But am I doing what I can at this moment? Yes. So a big, big thing for me is accepting that. I know that I will probably never wake up one, like I know that in this period of my life, I won't wake up and be like, yeah, I feel like I'm doing enough. I only get that sensation, that feeling, I'll be honest, if I take a large proportion of my to-do list off. Like if I get my priority tasks ticked off, I feel like satisfaction, like, yeah, I know that I've done enough. But on a whole, there's always a part of me that thinks, oh, I should be doing this and I should be doing that. And one of the things I always say to my clients is, stop shudding all over yourself and just focus on what you are doing and what you can do. So that's one of the things that I have reminded myself for now when I am busy is that it's okay I accept that I will probably never feel that way, but it's about always reminding myself that I am doing more than enough. Like, for fuck's sake, I'm doing a master's, I'm running a business, I am doing a dissertation in itself, I am going through a big life change. I am doing enough. And, you know, I am doing what I can. And I'm okay with that. Like, I'm I'm content with that. And the reason why that feels like an important tip to share is because you know, when we're in that space of striving or we're in that space of validation, we're always striving to do more. And that can just lead to like burnout or actually what that can lead to is when you're doing the things like for your business or if you're studying or anything that you're doing, you're not showing up with that intention. You're not showing up with that purpose. So actually how, how well are you doing those things? Does that make sense? And just knowing that, it's it's that human thing of being in the online space, you know, doing the self-development work. We always feel like we can be doing more and more and more. But part of it is just coming back into yourself and stop looking for that justification. Stop looking for that validation. Stop seeking that full to-do list in order for you to be able to be give yourself permission to switch off or give yourself permission to feel like, you've done all of the things because I bet you'd speak to like people doing PhDs you know or like nurses studying and you'd say to them like do you feel like you're doing enough and they'd still say no or you'd speak to like parents who are managing businesses and children and say do you feel like you're doing enough and you know I bet you at some point I bet you everyone can relate with that at some point we just feel like we're not quite doing enough but you are so just do what you can 
chipping away at it, little chips. That's what I one of the things that has also changed for me recently in relation to this one is um instead of me actually sitting down and overwhelming myself with huge like chunks of work, if I chip away and do two let's say I even do two hundred words of my dissertation, it's two hundred words. I sat down and I done something and it's pulling away from that this amount of content, this amount of words done, this one has done this, I done this and stop measuring it in that way and measure it more in just every single day you're just doing what you can, you're doing what you can and you know if you have a deadline, you know if you're getting those clients in, you know if you're working towards that goal, you fucking know if you show up for yourself, you are going to get it done, you don't have to get it done by reaching burnout, like you literally do not have to do that. So one of the, oh, so tip number four, make time and space for you. Otherwise you will burn out and feel like shit. Kind of spoken about this in the other tips, but I think it's important because you are a priority in your to-do list. And, you know, I don't, like, it's not acceptable for someone to be listening to this and going, yeah, but I'm so busy. Like, I'm fucking busy. I'm so busy. But I know if I don't wake up in the morning and do my morning routine and have that hour to myself to meditate and journal and just sit with my coffee and listen to my motivational video, I know I'm going to feel like shit. Because a few weeks ago when I wasn't doing that, I was so ill. I was so run down. I was putting so much pressure on myself. I was just... there was just so much resistance to doing anything so what actually happened is because I was trying too hard it had like the opposite effect and I actually I was getting nothing done in terms of being productive and then I now have been like okay enough is enough like I've signed up to the James Smith app and I've got myself a program written you know I've been a PT and I've trained for years but I wasn't making myself a priority so I knew what was holding me back I knew I wasn't putting the time and energy and um to write out my programs I knew I was rocking up to the gym half arsed tired like with a monster just thinking oh I'll just get in and out I had no structure I had no plan with what I was doing and I knew that was holding me back. So when I really felt into that, I was like, okay, what do I need? What's the action that needs to be taken here now to put myself first? I signed up to that app. I got a program creator for me for eight weeks and I have smashed it every single day in the gym. Like my body is so sore. I'm training four days a week. I'm not overkilling myself, but I am going, linking back to the... um, the oh tip number two I am going into that situation I'm going oh my god Luke is like literally fire fingers texting me I usually put my phone on silent we don't usually speak in the day actually so I don't know why he's sending me a million messages so now I am showing up for every workout and I have got that intention you know I'm going into that with purpose and it's showing literally it's showing so excuse me, making time and space for you, no matter how busy you are, is so crucial. Making that time to switch off in the evening, setting those boundaries with yourself so you're not on your laptop till silly o'clock in the evening. Now, don't get me wrong, when it comes closer to deadlines, me and Annie have spoke about this, we know for a fact we might be in the library till 
we might be doing overnighters because the work has got to be done but I feel like a part of that when you're in uni or just like fuck when that crunch time comes like you you just get it done you know what I mean but right now why I can manage that time and that space it's important and the same applies for you make that space for yourself wherever you feel like you're not showing up and wherever you feel like you may be reaching burnout or you're feeling overwhelmed or you're feeling anxious what is it that you need and whatever it is that you need you act on that because if you don't act on that you're not being self-led you're not showing up for yourself and it's so important tip number is a five five is remember your why and I know it seems simple but actually it's so crucial why the fuck are you doing what you're doing why are you sitting down writing that assignment why are you creating a, a all of these interlinks, so I know I've touched on these things, but they're all their own separate things to remember. Why are you creating that content? Why are you creating that reel? Why did you start your business? Why are you trying to be an entrepreneur? What is it that you're doing? Why are you doing that? What is the goal? Remember that every single day, because let me be honest with you, the online space talks about ease and flow and working two hours a day. That's not my fucking life at the minute. And that's not my reality at the minute. You know why? Because I'm doing all of the things now in order to better my future. This, what I'm doing right now at 29, is going to benefit me when I'm 50. It's going to benefit me when I'm I'm in my 40s. It's going to benefit me when I step into my 30s. I am doing the shit now that my higher self and my future self is going to thank me for. So I don't have the luxury of working two hours a day off my phone and spending the rest of the day getting massages and going out for walks. I do that where I can and I put myself as a priority at some point every single day. But my why is so important because at some some days I don't want to sit and write a dissertation. I don't want to read journal articles. I don't want to be under stress of deadlines. But my why pulls me through. My why centers me. My why makes me focus when my mind just like... The, I'm the worst, for, me and Annie always speak about this. We are the worst when the sun's out. We just want to go and frolic. Like we always message each other. And be like, we don't want to do uni work today. We just want to go out in the sunshine and frolic. And trust me, that would be easy. But when I remember why my why, it pulls me back into, okay, let's get these things done. And then we create the space and we put ourselves first. Remember your why, it's so important. And then the last little productivity hack is power hours. So this one is a godsend for like uni work and essential or any type of work to be fair. But one of the things that I do is I set a timer on my phone. I work for 45 minutes, maybe 50 minutes. I get up, I walk about, I get a glass of water, I leave the room, I go to the toilet, I have a 10 minute break and then I come back in again. And I might do, excuse me, three of those back to back. I might do three power hours. But in those power hours, what I'm also doing is I'm getting up, I'm refreshing myself, I'm getting away from the laptop, I'm shaking the energy out, I'm resetting myself and I'm coming back in. And I know I have 45 minutes of sheer focus to get my head down and get my things done that I need to do. And then I come out of that for 10 minutes and then I come back in. Now, granted, if I'm in the flow with uni work, I don't always stick to these. But what I do try and do maximum is have a little break, lift my head up, you know, like 
shake it off, go to the toilet, and then I might come straight back into it. So power hours are so good. Even when I'm creating content on my phone or on my laptop, it just, it moves the energy through the body. It moves the body because there's nothing worse than your posture being just like terrible sitting at your laptop, your eyes are hurting, you start to get a headache, you've lost track of time. You could do five power hours in one day for all you want if you've got loads of things that you need to do. And in one power hour, you could focus on content. In another power hour, you could focus on recording reels. In another power hour, you could focus on DMs to people. Whatever it is that you are going to utilize and make the most out of in that 45 minutes before you get up and you and you give yourself permission to reset, focus on it. And you could do as many as you want, but what you're giving yourself is the space away from it. And it's so important. And actually, I find that I'm so much more productive because usually the way my dyslexia works, it takes me a good half an hour to get into work. So what I also might do is I I can often gauge when I drop into the work, if that makes sense. So like if I don't have a visual to look at, fuck, it can take me like a good half an hour to get into the flow of work. So what I do is I might discount that half an hour and the moment where I feel myself get into the writing is when I will start the power hour. So obviously I wouldn't want to sit and take like an hour to get into my work and then start the power hour because essentially you're just working for two hours. But I know in that half an hour I've not really been focused. Like I've not been showing up. I've not been intentional. So the power hour starts when I notice myself really drop into that. Because, you know, with dyslexia, it can take it can take a bit of time to feel like you get into the flow of writing or feel like you get into the, even with like creativity, like some, it's a little bit easier with creativity because I can set the space up and do the things that I need to do in order to get that flow happening. But that really, really helps me, like really helps me because it allows me to focus on short bursts. And I think for me, that's really good because I also know that I have, after about two hours, if I just continuously sit at a laptop and write after about, after about two hours, bearing in mind, it takes me about half an hour to drop into it. I start to like get agitated and fidgety and pissed off and lose my focus. So those like little 10 minute, 15 minute refreshers allow me to come back into the focus and actually get more work done and be more productive. It's like the other day, I think I got about 800 words out in about 45 minutes on my dissertation. So it was like, it really, really helped. So my loves, that is today's podcast episode and I hope you did enjoy it I hope it was helpful and I hope just by sharing the things that I am doing to help with my productivity at this time in my life helps you also so I would love to hear your feedback I would love to know if anything resonates if you try anything if anything helps you and yeah I hope you had a lovely Easter and I shall be back for another episode very soon take care I see you, I love you and have a nice week.